Welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast dedicated to geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. I'm Everett, and welcome to our Death of Puppets episode. Yeah, I know puppets aren't completely dead. They're still around. But, you know, we just don't get the same feel of Jedi or the Labyrinth or the never-ending story that we had back in the 80s, the good old days. And sometimes we just have some terrible CGI these days. Not saying puppets are any more convincing, but we'll get to that. First, I wanted to mention that Kindle's mic, either the cord or the mic, I'm not sure yet, had a little bit of a hum to it. I cut most of it out, but there's some part that I just couldn't do. I'm sorry about that. Anyway, hopefully it doesn't bother you too much, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah. Alright, we're back at our first episode since recording all of the Civil War stuff. Yeah, for real, it's been like two weeks. It's kind of weird. Feels like... Empty inside? A new life. Oh. (laughs) Not what I was thinking. (laughs) And we've got Ryan joining us this week. Yes, hello. He's new. Um, And this episode is over... The death of puppets. Uh, why do you have to make it so sad and like? Uh, I don't think they're dead yet. Morbid. Yeah, I don't think they're dead yet. It's just a saying. You're a saying. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, in comparison to uh, the former. Well, you might get to this, but why exactly did you choose that topic, or why did you ask me? Is it because of what I post about? I asked online? you because. Um. <laughs> Well, for one, because I actually laughed when you said I was like, "Oh, I mean, I think it's awesome, and I'm glad to be here." It's just kind of—I feel yeah. like it's kind of a—it makes sense that I guess because like you know me, but I don't know if you knew me well enough to know that I love those movies so much. Mm-hmm. Well, or costume. Me movies. and Kendall were, for one, born right at the era when CGI started becoming big, right around when you know Jurassic Park was made. Mm. You're a little older than us. So you have a little more experience yes, in, the, in the the age of puppetry, um, but also your Facebook banner is oh. from Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I thought just, it was because I posted on the garbage field the other day, oh, which gosh. is not technically puppets, but it's actually it's, it's kind of puppets. Yeah. And the costumes, because a lot of movies I researched for this topic, it's like, well, are, they, are they puppetry or are they costumes. costumes or are they a mix of animatronic or robotronic or mm-hmm. robo robotics? So it's kind of a mixture, I guess. And I actually recently saw the Labyrinth uh, quote along at um, Circle Cinema a couple weeks ago. That's awesome. I I was thinking about taking you, but you're for such some a reason, butthole for not. We were busy, and oh, I got okay. a scratch off card. See, do you guys if you remember the, the eternal bog of stench uh-huh. where it makes farting noises and they had this bag and you buy it for a dollar and it came with a little whoopee cushion oh my god! but it's one of those like small ones that are like literally the size of like a, like a cheeseburger slider and so instead of being like it's just like so you had to so like blow perfect. it up and then it just barely did it so when that scene came up they had a little countdown it was like four three two one and everybody with their whoopee cushions off in the, <laughs> in the room it was awesome that's great I'm depressed so. now <laughs> 
next time. It was that horrible. was like my favorite movie as a kiddo. I made Everett watch it when we were dating. It's definitely awkward to watch for the first time if it's like 20 years after it <laughs> well, I really wanted to have somebody else on that. Uh, I was going to ask Seth's brother because he's younger than us. And Much I was going to see if he has an opinion on whether he doesn't care about puppets being in movies or not. But So we don't really have that opinion unless Kendall carries any of that. Mm, I guess slightly just because I don't know I guess I don't notice unlike the you don't notice bad CGI that often I notice bad CGI but I don't notice CGI well how much on topic do we have to stay because stay stick on because when you say bad CGI um, there's all that Ghostbusters drama and I actually noticed um, one of the things that I hit on is like how the ghosts kind of look very early 2000 ish I was thinking about the new Ninja Turtles movie, which I'm stoked on, but like, even though the CGI is all right, it still looks really cartoony. Where you have Star Wars, Force Awakens, it looked like 100% real. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. with the budget because they're like, well, we're going to spend $250 million on this movie, and on this one's only going to get like $100 million, So maybe that's why the CGI kind of sucks. I don't really know. Because um, I don't mind CGI if it looks good. It's just, I don't know. Something's kind of obvious, I guess. But Yeah. Um, I guess the main. Uh, point there is Star Wars fans and critics alike can both agree that the prequels were overly CGI'd to the point where it did not help the story at all. And I tried to Um, watch those before the movie came out and I couldn't get through part two. I just kind of watched it. But then everybody still loves the originals. Which are filled with puppets. Except for, you know, where they redid it. Oh, right. Well, we, we avoid those. <laughs> Good gosh, that was yeah, so when terrible. Yeah, when I rewatched the, uh, you know, because I, I was just on a Star Wars marathon for two months. I, I bought a PlayStation 4 solely to buy, solely to play Battlefront. <laughs> I think I've sold, like, every game except for, like, two. But uh, I played Battlefront, and then I watched all three, you know, original trilogy. And I started watching on my DVD Blu-ray set. I I remembered it was... You know, they added all that stupid crap. So I popped out the VHS player, and I have, like, the original box set uncut. So I watched it on VHS and, like, my crappy box TV. Oh, man. So even though it didn't look that good, it was more um, nostalgic, I guess. Yeah, so. definitely. I think we're – I think it's 2018 or 2020 is when George Lucas loses – or complete rights. Oh. And so then we might have – Original uh, releases, releases, I th- I theatrical I th- releases I on Blu-ray like, from I thought Disney. it was like CBS or some network actually owns the rights to one of the movies. It was something weird I read, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't know that stuff. Like maybe it's the Christmas special. Yeah, that stuff's kind of confusing. <laughs> which I know you guys watch. You, you said it wasn't as bad as I thought. I remember. I think it was you. It was terrible. You guys, well, we, I, 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 had a star, yeah, I had a Star Wars Christmas party, and uh, we watched. I had no prior knowledge of it really, <laughs> and I didn't know that the whole the, like the Wookies don't even have subtitles. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, and it's just a bunch of grunting for like thirty minutes, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then the grandpa puts like the virtual reality semi pornographic video <laughs> on his head, and it was just really weird. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I think it was a laugh fest for us. No, it was. I it's just after a while, it was so cringeworthy. I was like, <laughs> okay, it's 
too repetitive. So anyway, puppets. Yeah, but so we've got the fantastic Yoda and the Rancor and the Sarlacc and the hundreds of others that I don't know the names of. Everything in the Labyrinth. Um, <laughs> oh, I was just going off Star Wars. Um, Delicious Chrome. And I didn't even notice until today that the Phantom Menace originally, the theatrical, had a puppet Yoda. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that, and they like replaced him in one of the releases yeah, or something. Because I remember DVD, they got like, a they... weird rubbery-looking version. You can kind of tell. Yeah, I, I saw the clip of it online, and I was like, I don't know which one I'd be more happy with, uh, honestly. I don't think the CGI looks bad, but if you look at, like, every time there's a new release, if you look at the list of things that changed, some were such small, weird changes. It's like, why even bother changing it? I think, like, the Ewoks blinked in one in one time. They're like, well, they changed to where their eyes blink. Or they changed the lightsaber color. And I'm like, why does it matter? Just, like, I don't know. I guess it doesn't. Whatever. <laughs> Let's just get off on a tangent on that whole topic. Um, Did you write down topics, or are you just yeah, it's freeballing? Slightly, it's sh- well, it's there's stuff written down, but it's okay. This one's completely pieces. in your hands because you know I didn't do anything. Uh, but either way, so many people were mad about the prequels, but then one, two, three prequels. A year or two ago the internet went crazy when they see a picture or a video. It was a video of J.J. Abrams with a puppet behind him. Everyone was so excited, and then we finally got to see The Force Awakens. They have, like, the mixture. They have the CGI characters, mm-hmm. like, in the, the little bar. Costumes. And they have actual, like, costumed people and puppets in there. And so, Kendall, did you enjoy that as somebody who... Uh, doesn't really care about whether there's CJAI or not. For The Force Awakens? Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes a difference. Uh, if it's all CGI, like I think of um, comparing Ninja Turtles to The Force Awakens, not like plot or anything, just the way everything looks. It makes a big difference. Like everything's CGI. This one is not really that fun. It's just, I don't know. It makes it feel real. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I was thinking is uh off of Star Wars now, I think one of the things that made uh Chucky so scary back in the late seventies was that he was real. He's He's an actual doll, yeah. And then when he's replaced with CGI, people didn't think he was that scary. Yeah, but there's also those things where it's like they have to do CGI slash like because I was watching um I was rewatch I was rewatching Gremlins or not, yeah Gremlins too and even though um, Gizmo was like a doll they still had the animated with it so I don't since we're not, we we're not filmmakers we don't probably know the process of every single mm-hmm. movie but you kind of have that combination in them, like the animatronics and stuff because um, I mean that's kind of common because even in the eighties I think they did that and so it's really weird to me to think about. How, like, a movie can look so perfect, like The Force Awakens, and somebody makes, like, the Ninja Turtles, but they're so proud of it. Like, they feel like they did it 100%, and they're like, this is my baby, I made this, and we're over here like, well, it looks like crap. Yeah, that's just their marketing. That's kind of like how... It's crazy. That's, that's like how the people who made Fantastic Four were proud of it. I mean, they can't crap on their own movie, because that's bad 
you know, Which bad ones? press. And you'll, and then Which we'll get ones hired. do people hate? The one with Jessica Alba? Uh, the new one and all of them. All of them. Oh, I really don't think they're that bad. <laughs> I actually never saw the first two. I tried to watch the first one a couple, like a year ago. I mean, I don't. Way too cheesy. I'd have to rewatch them because I probably haven't seen them in like six years. But I liked them then, and I just recently watched the newest one, and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad until they skipped forward like a year later. It was like one year later, and it, that's 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 me when it got bad. But uh, it wouldn't. I mean, I didn't hate it. It's just like if you have no idea what Fantastic Four is, that movie makes no sense yeah. to you. So are you just going to talk about different movies on here? Uh, basically, because I have like a list of some interesting things that you guys might have not even puppetry. Um, it was sick thing that it was. It was movies that like I kind of knew about, but I kind of wanted to read in my research. But, right. Um, I didn't know if we were going to talk about Team, Team America at all. I, I was thinking about. I have seen Amer- it. Have you I've seen, seen it? it? Okay. okay. Uh, I'm left out. Y'all go. I saw I, opening night by myself. No one go. wanted to go with me. It's. I w- I did think about Team America when going through this because I thought it's the only marionette film that i could think of honestly yeah I, th- I found one online that was really weird it was like a foreign film but i mean never like mainstream <laughs> like that um well i kind of took this off of wikipedia but just an interesting thing because i actually remember them talking about this because i'm a huge um is it trey parker and matt stone guy mm-hmm. um like cannibal and musical is amazing um, another movie they did but i remember them talking about it when it came out because they if I remember right, like it was such a terrible experience them making that movie. Because like, oh, let's do an R-rated puppet marionette movie. Sounds like a good idea. And I guess when they got down to it, it was like a terrible idea. Um, so, th- so this is from Wikipedia, but it says uh, the executives from whatever studio it was. I want to say it was Paramount, but I don't remember. Explained that, that they could not profit from an R-rated puppet feature. And Parker countered that they had said the same thing regarding an R-rated animated musical, which was South Park, uh, the movie. Which made a decent amount of money. So Team yeah. America was produced using a crew of 200 people, which apparently required up to four people at a time to, to manipulate one marionette. Um, so the duo Parker and Snow were forced to constantly rewrite. They were constantly rewriting the film during production due to the limited nature of the puppets. Because they were like, "Well, let's make them do this," and they were like, "They're so limited because they they can't do much. They're on string. <laughs> they just they flop around." And they said. Um, there was a there was apparently two hundred seventy different like puppet characters, and he descri- uh, uh, Stone reg- uh, described that time in his life as the worst time of my life, resorting to coffee to work twenty hour days and sleeping pills to go to bed, and I guess the film was barely completed for its October fifteenth date. So like they had like a screening beforehand and they only did like twenty minutes done, but um, <sighs> it just it just seems insane because those like strings like we get like tangled a bit and just I don't know it's just. That's crazy. crazy idea. So that's kind of a different puppet, obviously, idea. That was more of a gimmicky movie at the time, which I liked it at the time, but it probably doesn't hold up very well if I rewatched it. Right. Because it's also kind of political in terms of, like, the social nature of what was going on in America at the time. Is that the one that it was on, like, a watch mojo for, like, worst or most awkward sex scenes in a movie? Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I had actually read that that scene got cut out, but I guess it actually it used to be, like, a two-minute sex scene that got done, like, 15 there's, like... There was body um, fluids in the movie. It was pretty bad. But there were like puppets. So there was no genitalia. They were just like wooden dolls. <laughs> it was so awkward yeah. to watch by myself in a packed theater. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it only made $20 million in profit. But uh, that is one thing I was wondering is it originally is if it was more 
expensive to use puppetry or to uh, use CGI. And granted, it's hard to tell because of inflation and all that. But with Jedi, the budget for that movie was originally $32.5 million. And uh, Revenge of the Sith was... 115 million so yeah, almost three times or more I than actually three remember times looking up those budget because like, like i'm i have a weird obsession with looking up like box office numbers and budgets and i remember looking up star wars even though like said inflation even though each movie like the first movie made the most i think even though each movie like made more or made a lot and they always increased the budget for sequels but they didn't increase it by that much because mm-hmm. i think the force awakens budget was like 250 ish i mean they obviously probably not that accurate because i think that and like the avengers are usually at two like the most the biggest budget i've seen for a movie is like he's usually between like 250 and like 300 or something but i remember that movie john carter i think mm-hmm. that movie had a huge budget and barely broke even if that well and it's just weird to like give a bigger budget to a movie like that than star wars it's just kind of weird yeah that's true <laughs> although it was a pretty good movie well there's some movies that just look terrible and i'm like why would they give them a budget of $150 million. Like, I don't understand. And, money I, I'm confi- and maybe it is all in the inflation, but I would, in my mind, when I'm thinking about it, I would think that uh, puppetry would be more expensive than CGI because the studio should already have all the computers and everything, so really they only need to hire the people to create it. Yeah, well, no, it is cheaper but now. Then yeah. with puppets, all you'd have to do, or you'd have to have them create every new character yeah, exactly. for the film. So I would think that it'd be more expensive, well, but then, at then the, the same time... Would be more expensive, probably, because they got to move a certain way. Yeah. We're excluding stop motion, right? Oh, yes. Okay. One of, the, one of the movies I, I had on so. here actually is a mixture of puppets with stop, stop motion. Um, this is a kind of a scary movie, because I'm actually really into indie movies, too. Did you guys ever hear that movie? It was up for Best Animated Feature this past year called... Uh, I can't pronounce it. Anomalisa... Mm-mm. Um, I saw the Circle Cinema. It was done this by by this guy named I think Charlie Kaufman, and it was just like this weird like adult animated movie about like a guy with a midlife crisis, and it looked really awkward. But I was like, I'm gonna go see it because it's got a, got good reviews, and so I'll kind of skip past what the movie's really about. But the because they because it's animated, but they they use these little miniatures. Like if you look it up online, it's weird. They it's stop motion. But they have like little they call them puppets online, but in their heads they look like the little puzzle pieces. Their heads are like cut a weird way. But there is this one scene, kind of like Team America, and it is the it, it's it's literally ten times more awkward than that Team America oh. um, <laughs> adult content scene, and it is cringeworthy. It's rated NC seventeen. It's rated R, no. but um, it was very awkward. I just was with my it was with my guy friends. I looked over and I was like, this is so weird. But the movies were done really cool the way they did the animation. Um, so I don't know. It's just stop motion seems like a pain. I don't know how they really do that. Hours and scale, a- what what we just watched Fantastic Mr. Fox for the first oh, time. Yeah. Oh yeah, we watched this the behind week. the scenes, and yeah. we watched the behind the scenes. And this lady was saying, "Was it like twenty seconds or something like that? Tw- not even I don't remember how long it was of the movie." And she said it took her eighteen hours. Isn't there a way to like get a twenty s- minutes? I think stop for motion eighteen hours through CGI. I mean, I. When that just play like a Photoshop no filter where you do animation, you're like apply stop motion effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheat somehow. I, I don't know how <laughs> they all do it. I it seems like because and I'm not a studio um, executive, so I don't actually know the numbers. But 
I, I, I could see it being probably more expensive, if not equally expensive as CGI. I just don't um, want to do it. I heard once and confirmed it today that for the 86, right? Little Shop of Horrors with Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Audrey 2 plant, the la- the biggest um, stage that uh, he goes through, the puppet required 60 people on it for that one scene. Yeah, for the one scene. Still haven't seen that movie, though. I just don't understand. How? I don't know. It and it said it was a one-ton puppet. So granted, oh, gosh, yeah. that's a that's a big a d- big deal. But still, even so, if you're filming a bar scene with fifteen gremlins, that's going to require a lot of people in one. In, yeah. Uh, under the floor there. I remember renting um, Little Shop of Horrors when I was a kid on you know VHS and. Cause that looked cool, but as a kid, you like. As a kid, I hated musicals. And the moment I started seeing, I was like, "I'm not watching this. It's a musical. It's not what Aww. I thought it was." And I never finished it. And then I, for some reason, I used to get that movie mixed up with Rocky Picture Horror Show. Oh they both gosh. had a little horror in it. <laughs> and so, to this, you know, until like not too long ago, I was like, "Oh, there's a." Difference. I kind of forgot it was a musical, but I remembered pieces of it as a kid. Yeah. And I made Everett watch it uh, I don't know, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how awesome it was so we enjoyed that but i like musicals i do now i mean my favorite's grease even the bad ones um i still haven't seen mama mia though i don't know Uh oh got an upset doggy over here she's a brat (laughs) have you guys ever heard of the oogie loves in the big boom in the big balloon adventure this is a recent one right 2008 sort or of. something. Uh, when I was looking at movies once about like bombs. Um, now this is technically now there are are puppets in it, but it is technically like it's kind of like Barney suits, like those kind of like really oddly colored um, <laughs> suits. Well, the movie has. Um, well, I, I want to read this too. So I guess it was based on some, on some show called The Bed Bugs, and it had Tony Braxton in it, Christopher Lloyd, um, and Carrie. Uh, it has a Els or whatever the guy from Princess Bride. Yeah, wow. he's in it, and Jamie Presley, and I guess the guy who did it is the guy who did the Teletubbies and huh. something else, so he thought he was kind of a genius, but it was marketed as an interactive film where the characters called the Oogie Loves encourage the viewers in the theater to like stand up and dance and like... That sounds were, like mind it's, control. It's, well, it's, basically, it's basically like an hour and a half version of just like a crappy kids cartoon and or kids um, show, and I will, <laughs> there's a lot of funny reviews on, on YouTube, but... Um, Basically, the movie had a twenty million dollar budget in addition to another forty million of marketing costs, and it made one million dollars at the theater. <laughs> it was so bad. And if you watch the trailer, you're like, because because there's some different like smaller puppets to use, and it's like, why would this get made? This looks terrible. Um, so so even though it's not the biggest bomb in terms of dollar amounts, it, it's it's like the worst performing wide release of all time because it had. Wow. Like two thousand theaters and like nobody went and saw it. So I can like imagine trip. if each theater had like one or two people in it, I can imagine like kids dancing in there and singing and <laughs> well, maybe it's, some kids. It's, it's some bad. kids are weird. It's really bad. And you're like, why is Christopher Lloyd doing this? He does weird stuff though. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm now I wanna watch it. <laughs> we also need to talk about Meet the Feebles if you haven't seen that yet. I haven't. You know what that is though, you right? You know lots of movies. <laughs> you, you, 
you don't even know what it is? No. no. Oh my god. I mean, you guys are big Lord of the Rings fans, right? Not big, but fans. <sighs> We're not Seth. <laughs> well, Seth's obsessed. Know. We can go back to that if you He's want. writing his own language. He's that. But Meet the Feebles is a entirely Peter Jackson. It's it's basically it's basically the Muppets on acid. Oh, <laughs> it's got everything on there you can imagine. It's it's all. There's something we can talk about. Yeah, you just just watch the trailer. I right love after this. the Muppets. Oh yeah, I mean we can definitely talk about. It's very offensive. Uh, the Muppets and uh, I love Sesame the Muppets. Street. Everything created by Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Did you guys hear that they're not doing the Muppets anymore? Yeah, I didn't watch the show, but I saw the fact that got canceled really bumps show. me out. Yeah, they they're done after this season, I guess. When I went to that, one. when I went to the, to, that, to this expo last year, um, one of the guys who I actually got to meet the guy and talk to him about five minutes. He's gonna be on the show. I forgot his name. But I guess he was in one of the co- he was in one of the costumes for that show Dinosaurs. Um, remember that show the, uh, the Dinosaur Family? He was one of those characters. So he's working on the pu- he, so we worked on the Muppet Show a long time ago, and he was talking about the show. I was like, I didn't even know. I was like, oh, the Muppets are coming back. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like sweet. And then I watched maybe half an episode because I don't have television. But um, yeah, it bums me out because yeah, I like a lot of older people, adults liked it, and some people were mad that it wasn't. For kids, and I was like, "Well, well it wasn't ever com- really yeah. for kids." I think I think there's just too much competition now with television because back in like the day, you didn't have Netflix, and there's like with it comes to entertainment, there's too much competition. Not just from the selection of film to watch or TV shows. There's just like people are distracted with sports or going out to concerts or whatever. There's social media it just makes everybody so aware. So I feel like it's like harder to make a show succeed, mm-hmm. and so. Plus, like, even though the Muppets are, like, kid-friendly, you know, I mean, there's a lot of shows, I guess, from back in the day, like Ninja Turtles is still popular, um, Star Wars, what other shows are still popular for kids, like Transformers. You're making but the Power Rangers. Muppets aren't really a thing that, you know, you don't see, you know, because I, I, I work with kids at church a lot, and I always see Star Wars and Marvel shirts, but I don't ever see a little kid with a Muppet shirt, you know? It's right. it's not really, like, a relevant thing anymore, so. Yeah. It is for me. That kind of bums me out. <laughs> yeah, which it, um... Uh, that's why I'm, I have to wonder if it is the fact that j- just because it was easier to accept puppets before CGI became so advanced or because I, I grew up, um, I was born two years before Jurassic Park came out and that, that was the, f- the biggest moment of cgi of the 90s so i don't think i was really raised on puppets but i'm still super intrigued i don't know if it's i don't know maybe that's maybe it's just me though i'm thinking that maybe puppets are dead but i think there's a place for puppets still like a small place but i think the new thing is now just makeup the thing i think that could make it uh possible like they're talking about the the Gremlins sequel, which is, I guess, currently on hold right now. But I think the only way that it's going to continue to thrive in any way is a mixture of both puppetry Puppet and CGI and yeah, mixed together, true. which I guess is what they did for The Curse of Chucky. Oh. I don't think I saw Chucky past the fourth one. There's like six or seven of them now. Bride of Chucky. One out this, Seed of Chucky. This year next year, too. Because, I mean... We we just went through the entire MCU collection, and there's a lot of 
people who are wearing makeup and dressed up, but they've also got like CGI going on mm-hmm. with their well, eyes yeah, like or Iron skin. Man's outfit when it transforms looks completely real. Like when it does all the little like you know yeah whatever. I'm like wow, it looks real. Or and like if they the... can do that to puppets, I think that seems like the perfect would, solution. Yeah, it would just have to be like a a delicate person though. Somebody um, could just take that and run away with it with the CGI. But because the the main question along all this is can you still tell a great story without any help of computers with just physical practical effects? Yes. You would still watch it if one came out today? Um yeah, why not? I mean, wasn't the dark crystal uh-huh. all I hate that movie. All that, I never. I, I. I. don't like that movie. And I can but I love the labyrinth. But yeah, I was loved like the labyrinth. No humans in it. I mean, there's. I. I mean, if they can do animated movies like that, I mean, I don't know. It's, I had a list of uh, just, just movies created by Jim Henson's Creature Shop, and uh, some are were well received, some not so much. But they have Labyrinth, The mm. Dark Crystal, all three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Mm. Uh, the show boys. Dinosaurs, Babe, Harry Potter, and Wait, the Philosopher's babe. Stone. Well, oh, was it because the animals, like the duck and stuff? Yeah, real? I guess some of them were huh. not, not real. The mama, not um, the mama. Animal Farm, and more recently, somewhat Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So that's just the creature shop. They just, I guess, they have a building where they just make that stuff. I'm guessing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they, I guess, I didn't even know this, but they actually uh, do animation and cgi there too so you do a lot of tv shows i bet too. it's not necessarily that i guess just like anything with newspapers and whatever the internet has technology has taken over people just have to evolve into new jobs yeah um yes i feel like some of the stuff i want to talk about is like you said not really the exact topic but I, but as a kid, like, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, you guys are obviously younger than me. So, like, when you were, like, five, between, between the ages of five and ten, did you get your movies from going to Blockbuster? Or, like, what was around it then? I mean. Yeah. So, back in my day, I hated Blockbuster. I liked, like, those, like, you know, like the mom-and-pop shops. There's a couple by my house. And I was mesmerized by specifically, the, like, the horror, like, the horror and sci-fi section because every box art cover had some sort of boogeyman costume or you know some kind of creature of a sense whether it be a furry puppet or just really good artwork and so that's kind of what always drew me to that stuff um and you know my mom was kind of strict even though my dad didn't really care but i didn't really get to watching that stuff i got older but um but i was always you know into like et and you know all those movies that have um creatures like that and uh and like 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 I said, the Garbage Pail Kids was another, um, which as terrible as it was, you don't really get you don't really know that as a kid. You know, you know as terrible as they are. Um, excuse me. Um, I don't know. You guys ever heard of a movie called Munchie? I've heard it. You know who Dom? Do- I've heard What's of it. it? Another guy can name can't say. Well, that's another movie we can talk about is uh, Spaceballs with Pizza the Hut. I haven't <laughs> seen it. But the guy who voiced Pizza the Hut is the guy who voiced this character called Munchie, and he looks like a little, like, half rat, half mouse, about this tall, and he wears, like, a biker 
jacket and he's basically the front out like the front artwork is him like standing on like a pizza like flying through the air and so i thought it was like a midget type or sorry dwarf costume but i guess he was just like a puppet (laughs) and i guess if you notice the movie he doesn't ever walk he just kind of appears at different places (laughs) so um that was when i grew up watching a lot too and you can you go and revisit like oh this is terrible this is so bad i just now remembered uh that there is i was trying to think why am i drawn to puppets is it just because i i mean everybody likes puppets or if it was because i was raised on and i do recall watching a television show uh when i was a kid called puzzle place that i'm sure nobody remembers but uh Hmm. I I still just have to wonder if you have to be raised into puppetry to enjoy it or if it is. I mean, it's still on like those like low budget television shows. I mean, I don't know if like PBS still has that kind of stuff, but you still got shows that kind of have that for kids. I mean, like Blues Blues Clues isn't around anymore, but I mean, you still have stuff like that, I think. I mean, Sesame Street's still going. Right. So it's kind of funny when you get older too, is like as a kid, like you might believe, you know, I went to Disneyland, Disneyland a lot as a kid, and it's like you might believe that that Mickey Mouse costume is like real Mickey Mouse. But you kind of know it's not. It's just kind of weird how like kids don't separate that realness or whatever. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. Plus, like the plus, like you, you know, like I like like I was always around all that stuff too because it's like it's like that fantasy world of like weird creatures and stuff. And so I was just always kind of was fun to me, I guess. But yeah, which maybe it's because when you're a kid, it's easier to feel some sort of connection or emotion from that character but I don't know I think it's it's probably the way the film is done because we just watched E.T. the other night and I still completely emotionally connected to the character even mm-hmm. though I kind of forgot it was a puppet <laughs> yeah you forget that it's a puppet because which of how well it was done CGI'd again by the way I don't know which version you watched yeah, whatever's on Netflix. Know. But, um, like, the scary... Like, actually, E.T. was a weird movie for me growing up because, you know, we had the VHS tape, and I watched it all the time, but for some reason, the first 20 or 30 minutes didn't get through very well because the scene where he's going through the tall grass or the bushes, and E.T. shows up, he's like, and he goes, and he makes that noise. Yeah. That's the most terrifying part for me. Like, I still get chills watching it. But when they... But when Steven Spielberg and whoever redid that they in that scene they made him cgi and you're like why like i don't understand and yeah. if, if you're if you're you know, watch a lot of south park but south park did an episode about um i want to say it was george lucas and steven spielberg and talking about how they're like raping our childhoods and because i guess they changed the guns that the fbi type people had to like walkie talkies or something <laughs> when they're looking it's just a lot of weird changes like that but um i, li- I prefer that though you prefer walkie talkies and guns, yeah. yeah. It's just a weird thing to change, him. I guess. Yeah, it's exactly. Sad. But that's what they wanted to do. I mean, <laughs> you know. But, but now uh, that wouldn't make sense because the guy was like, "I've been waiting for this since yeah. I was 11 years old." I have such a to big kill him. ET collection too. I've been buying all kinds of ET stuff, and I used to have this ET like doll, and for some reason, I just have memories of it, like. The plush doll? Bed. It wasn't, well, it was like, it wasn't like it was plush. It had like a red tummy. It was kind of like vinyl feeling, like latex. Oh, okay. But I could see it in the dark when I went to bed and it always scared me. Like, even though <laughs> it was The weird. eyes. Yeah, I don't know. Because he's, I mean, like, because like I rewatched it recently too. I only got about halfway through before I had to leave the house. But that scene whenever he, like, Elliot's like asleep on the, 
that little bed outside and he just I wish I wish I was on video right now so I could show you know show the people but when he just kinda like he kinda breeze where he's like ah, and he kind of like waddles up and his arms like go like this like a monkey and he's sitting there on the bed like chilling like his eyes are right open and then and he's like huh? and he comes up and he takes his hand and takes the Reese's I think is what he does the Reese's pieces or something uh-huh. I'm like dude this is terrifying <laughs> why won't you be running away and then he and then he invites him inside of the house I'm like why are you letting this alien inside of your house and he's showing him like all the Star Wars characters and I don't know it's crazy this is Greedo and then, you know, you guys know about the whole theory about E.T. being like a Jedi, right? Like that whole Star Wars connection. Yeah, someone. That thing's amazing what? when I when I saw that. It's like mind blown. It's just like that's so Oh, because awesome. he can control stuff. Well, no. Like, like, do you not know about that? No. Okay, well, in the – okay, so in the movie, um, what, well, there's different things. But whenever he uh, – well, first he can make things like levitate. So it's like he has the force apparently. And then – when they dress him up on Halloween, he has like a little ghost cape on and there's a little kid dressed as Yoda and he walks up Yoda, he goes, Home, home and it's like, Okay. Uh. And then um I guess Lucas in made a cameo in the second movie or something, second Star Wars movie, when those people what are those little things, those little like platforms, the the Senate or whatever. Yeah. Do you see a little Senate of E. T. aliens like Oh yeah a, a part of that universe. So it's I remember like, that. Well, they're part of the same universe, but I don't know. That makes really, sense. Really funny, though. That's funny. And then you can fly in the air, but he's a Jedi. He's a pretty dumb one. He just doesn't speak that language. Yeah. And I love when ET gets drunk in the bathroom or in the bathroom in the kitchen, and he like runs into things. It's so funny. Dunk. The whole time I was thinking, how can he run that fast? He waddles everywhere. <laughs> I know. What? With those weird alligator feet. <laughs> And actually, if you if you if you Google search ET sequel that never happened, there was a script made, and it's like terrifying. Like it was like a horror film. If you re- like, some of the part of the script got leaked. Oh. They almost made a sequel. It's crazy. They actually made a sequel, an official sequel on book. He which comes I never back read. and kills him. Well, no, it's it's like ET's like family or something. It's like it's also scary. It's kind of violent for a. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. There's a lot of puppets in like horror films, like low budget. Um, there's a there's a Gremlins ripoff. I know. I still just say I haven't seen. And it's called Munchies, not not the one I was talking about. And that's like another ripoff. There's another one called like the Oogie Boogies. There's all these crazy low budget '80s films that like I've wanted to see for years and I just never have. Hmm. Have awesome, you know, creatures like that. And you can tell they're definitely low budget and fake because their mouths don't move or anything. Actually, Garbage Pail Kids. So their mouths don't move either. And I thought that their heads were kind of puppets too. Um, but I was reading um, that because uh, I guess I just bought that movie on Blu-ray, and so I was kind of rewatching it with a friend. There's a song from the movie. Have you guys seen the movie? No. Well, there's this really bad like soundtrack to it, and they have this song, and they go, and and, and, and it's just so bad. So I was showing it to a friend at work, and they go, and the and the chorus goes, "We can do anything by working with each other." And it's so cheesy. And they're like <laughs> dancing around and their mouths don't even move. Their their eyeballs just kind of like look I think forward. That was on a watch mojo list also. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> it is so bad, but it's so good. And you have like messy Bessie and she's got the snot that's coming out of her nose. Oh. And it's just like stringy. And you have uh you have a uh, Nat Nerd, or it's like it's like Nat Nerd is his name. He's got just like just thick acne all over his face, and he's like fat, and he's got glasses, and he, and he talks like this or something. It's so good. 
It's so bad though. So that's not puppets. But that's like costumes of little people. But you know, I think I'm out of topics. We could just pick movies and talk about them, or we can go around and name our favorite puppet movie. Or that's what I was thinking. We could name our favorite puppet movie and our favorite puppet from that movie, or just from any movie mm. if it's not from your favorite movie. Well, of course, mine's the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Durr. Because I watched that movie like a bajillion times. And my favorite puppet from that movie. (laughs) Yeah, I wish. I do love that little guy. But it's going to be Luda. Come inside, have some tea. Luda. (laughs) No, I said hello. (laughs) Sorry, I cut you off. I love that. I saw they have had a crap ton of Labyrinth ads on my Facebook. I don't know if they know what's going through my head oh, or know. what. Whatever you click on, they start advertising. You should go back. Dude, I get them. like the Labyrinth t-shirts with the door knockers and it like has funny phrases about knockers because they're door knockers. That's where your boobs are. It's funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then there was a coffee mug on today of that worm and his wife, if you were to ever have seen her. I love it. Uh, Luda. Luda is my favorite puppet from the, the big guy. Is it Luda or Ludo? It's Ludo. It is Ludo. Sorry. I posted a really funny meme of him the other day I made, like a video. And it was like, and it was like whenever you can't even be in the friend zone with a girl because there's that, there's a scene where he goes, Sarah, friend? And she's all like, oh, no, no, wait, wait. <laughs> it's just like, you don't even, you don't even be his friend. That's <laughs> how so much you hate him. And he's wow. such a funny guy in that movie whenever they're going through the bog. And he's like, smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he keeps saying that over and over. Smells. <laughs> that guy's awesome. Although, that scene, I don't know what they're called, the things that lose their heads. Well, those things are weird. That scene scared the crap that out of me as a kid. Fire. Yeah. That song's awesome. That's, yeah, that's they awesome. are pretty creepy. <laughs> that don't is do, a good song, Don't do though. drugs during that movie, probably. Duh, don't. You might scare yourself to death. I don't know what my favorite would be because, I mean, I didn't actually list of I just kind of threw some ones on here that maybe you want to talk about. But um, when it comes, I mean, when you're, I don't know, man. Like, like I feel like the word puppet, like, it's, like I kept bringing up, is, like, so interchangeable because there's costumes and, and mm-hmm. I don't know what's what. Mm-hmm. But I've always had an obsession with Return of the Jedi. I've always been obsessed with with Ewoks. You know, like I bought this hat right here because he's on the That's great. Um, and I've always been obsessed with like with Ewoks from the movie, and I've always been obsessed with like Jabba the Hutt because he's some ugly sob, but he's so like cool. Um, and Salicious Crumb is awesome too. I mean, he's a puppet. Um, I don't know, just that whole universe is cool. Even though it's kind of the generic answer is Star Wars, so I think it's kind of a cop out, but oh. whatever. Um, and I am you know obsessed with Gizmo too because he's super cute. He's up there. But. Somewhere. He's all chewed up, though. It's from my childhood. Oh, a small one. Oh. They literally. They put from one my out childhood. that's like a dancing uh, gizmo. It looks really realistic. I want to get. I just can't keep buying these collectibles. They're too expensive. <laughs> they have this really cool ET um, laundry basket that's vintage. It's like life size. And you throw your laundry in it. But. Well, I, don't know. What's I yours? think I was thinking Jedi, but. I'm just going to choose something different since you said it. So <laughs> I think it's so hard for me to choose between the Muppet movie or the Muppets 
because I think they're both equally hilarious and um but I think it, I you mean like the TV show versus the original movie? The, the original movie versus the new movie so many... with the new movie by Jason well, they made a few sequels, didn't they? Like three or four. I don't even remember the. I haven't even seen them all in so long. There's Space. There's Christmas. There's Manhattan. It's like four old ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's a bunch out there. But uh, I think I'm I'm gonna say, and any huge Muppet fans may hate me, but I'm gonna say the the Muppets by Jason Siegel. Uh, oh, yeah. I love that, that movie. I, it's so they do such a Far good shoes. job of like playing. Like a- on itself like it's very meta uh and i love that did you was the one after recently any good because i don't like ricky gervais it was okay it wasn't it wasn't terrible great but so who's your favorite muppet then old guys who those guys are pretty walter i don't know who my favorite would be i like the big blue guy i think he's blue or brown i mean i guess character wise i'd have to I'd have to choose Kermit, but I think puppet-wise. Um, Animal. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty awesome. I don't know. I'm going to go with Kermit. I don't know his name, but the a... guy, there was an episode when I was a kid, I laughed my butt off. And this guy who has like the little old school like dynamite thing or where they push down. Oh, yeah. And he's <laughs> blowing people up, and I just died <laughs> laughing. I don't even remember. <laughs> I want to get those on. I want to get those seasons on DVD because they have like all the old celebrities on there and stuff. But I only have so much time of the day to watch everything. So yeah, there's also a before you close. Uh, I remember back when Barnes and Noble or back when Borders used to be around that old bookstore. Mm-hmm. They had a really cool section of like cult movies, and that's how you say discover stuff for the internet. And I remember finding a Canadian television show I bought strictly because of the puppets, and it was called Puppets Who Kill. And it was like a sitcom on like the Canadian version of um, Comedy Central. And it's about these like four puppets who live in a halfway house because they all have like drug issues or because oh <laughs> they Dude. kill people. And I don't remember much. I don't own it anymore, but they actually made like two or three seasons of it. I was like, this just looks too weird to buy, not buy. So interesting notes for you to check out. There's some crazy stuff out there. Like Meet the Feebles, crazy. which I want to make you watch soon on the trailer at least what else you got Ev nothing 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 we were gonna watch the Dark Crystal again this week but we oh, didn't get around to it oh one thing mentioned on that Jim Henson list was uh, was Mirror Mask I don't know I've never list? no I don't I don't know how much I don't know how much that that might have been more CGI but that came out in like 2003 we didn't talk about Never Ending Story either Oh God! Yeah, yes. that's what I was gonna. We were gonna was... watch Neverending Story because I didn't really watch it as a kid. Was Falcor like a huge thing? Like where was it? I don't it? know. I that's hated one movie. that movie. Really? Yeah. Wow, like I don't was, know. Like were you scared it was of it? maybe. I, was I think so too, as a kid. But, but I'm. I mean, I was it's younger. Sad. It's I have like... older sisters too, so they watched it because they liked it, and I didn't like it. Man, that movie like the Rock Eaters and the another one. I don't know if there's puppets in it. Um that's kind of adventure-like is a return to Oz is pretty cool. I've yet to see that one. Man, I love those kind of movies. It's just don't make enough of them. 
Yeah, I actually saw the f- the second Never Ending Story before the first one. Really? I, I think kid. I liked it as a kid. As I haven't seen it in a while. It's not as good, but the first one's definitely the best. I don't remember. That's one movie that I actually wouldn't hate if they remade it because they could probably make it still cool, but it wouldn't have that special feeling anymore. Mm-hmm. I think they yeah. could make it super cool and it'd be special for like younger kids. It's just... It just well, wouldn't be for a, Yeah. For well, like, what's frustrating, back it. to like the beginning of the topic of the... We're talking about like Star Wars and like... It's frustrating because you got know, these franchises like Star Wars where... The fans always the fans always care about the films, but the people who get rights to it, you know, for Star Wars, like, well, we care about this. We have to make this good. And then you get these other franchises that are just like, you know, just don't care, and oh, they just crap on everybody, like you know. And it's like, you know, like like for example, I'm not like a, always a hater of remakes, but I guess I have to ask like, why you're remaking it. Like, I just think it's weird to remake movies if like classic movie stars are still alive. Like, yeah. Um, what are some remakes they made? Like were the Space Jam. Well, that's not out. Well, not yet. That'd be more of a sequel, I think. But um, well, I guess Robin Williams died. But like, why remake Jumanji? You know, with terrible choice of actors. If you didn't hear about that, no, I didn't. Uh, that's me. Kevin Hart, The Rock, and Jack Black. <laughs> and Jumanji. What's going on with Jack Black? <laughs> I know. What is happening there? Um, what, what was the other remake? Well, I, like, I actually never saw Total Recall till recently, but like, how would you remake a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's like the biggest action star of all time, and one of his biggest films of all time when he's like even still alive? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, it's odd. It wasn't you know? terrible. I don't. I mean, it's just I think it was bad I don't timing. Why you would bad do that? Bad timing. I don't know. It's just. What's another one? I think when it's something like that, it's usually. It's a money grab. Yeah, the execs say, "Hey, look how much money this made back then. It's the perfect time. Everybody's all into nostalgia right now. We just got to remake it, reboot." I'm just. I I'm think just, we're I'm all just, gonna be in nostalgia for like the next thirty years. I'm just more into the reboot sequels, I guess. I mean, I like how Mad yeah. Max Fury Road was like <sighs> a new thing, and they continued it, or it could, um, yeah, it could be totally new, you know, or it can be a continuation. That's know, the cool been, thing about that. I feel like the Ghostbusters thing is beating a dead horse, but that should be a movie because they have they have the whole original cast minus rick moranis and what's his face who died but like you could still pass off be like hey we're the ghostbusters uh we're gonna train you and that's pretty much it you know you don't have to i mean i just i don't know it's it doesn't make any sense to me at all i think it'll surprise us i'm just trying to think like what movie they might remake in 30 years which we roll our eyes at harry potter i mean <laughs> maybe yeah It'd be upsetting it would be All right, thanks everybody for joining us on this special episode of Geek Cinema Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast app. Okay, this music is too depressing. Stop it. Stop it. Let's get something more hopeful going. Yeah, yeah, that's more like it. All right, like I was saying, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast app. And join us next week in our episode over the X-Men franchise. We're all going to go see Apocalypse. And we're going to talk about how much has changed from 2000 to 2016. 16 years. The X-Men movies are old enough to drive now. That's crazy. Anyway, if you want to jump in the conversation with us, or you have something you want us to discuss about the X-Men movies... You can hit us up at facebook.com slash geekcinemapod, twitter.com slash geekcinemapod, and on Instagram at geekcinema, or on our website, geekcinemapod.com.
www.thebeatdown.com. See y'all next week.